Natasha at the beginning of this film is really alone for the first time. You know, she's always been a part of something either by being a victim of the Red Room and then obviously joining S.H.I.E.L.D. and then and then subsequently Avengers. So, I mean, she's always been a part of something that was part of a greater whole. And then suddenly she finds herself sort of floating in this weird in-between space and she's off her game. We never get to see her like that. It was a fun place to start from. This is the first time you've ever gotten to watch a Marvel film early. Yes. How does that make you feel? It's so crazy to be here now because, first of all, we saw the trailer for Black Widow over a year ago, ages ago. Yeah. You had never seen a Marvel film before, and you turned to me after the trailer finished and said, I could watch that. Yeah. It looked so good to me. I I can't believe we're sitting here now having screened it early. Yes. And gone to the virtual global press conference for it. Everything combined, the fact that we're even here just watching the film together, doing this podcast, and this podcast has now allowed us to have early access to all of these Marvel stories, is incredible. Dream come true. Dream come true. I didn't even know it was my dream come true. I didn't even know, (laughs) but now my dream has come true. (laughs) You can have new dreams every day. (laughs) But okay, so we watched the film yesterday, screened it early. So exciting. It's very moving, dramatic. The fighting is next level. Heidi Moneymaker is making that money. (laughs) You keep making that joke. It's good. She keeps making that money. You keep making that joke. Yeah. I'll (laughs) keep making that joke as long as she keeps making awesome fights for Marvel. (laughs) It's like nail-biting action. So good. We've got car chases, motorcycles, hand-to-hand combat, swords, people jumping off of things, flying through the air, using weapons in really interesting ways. I don't really know how to talk about it. You're the fight guy. But I'm just saying it was really exciting to watch. And just so many women, elite athletes. It's incredible. And incredible performances too. Not just the women in the story, but the actors themselves. This is a really powerful film. And several moments really stood out to you. You said that you really got hit several times. Yeah, there just like so so much of the action that, you know, we've seen athletic action in films led by women who get to do a lot of the action. Mm-hmm. But I I felt kind of overwhelmed at one point with just like the sheer force of the badassery of these <laughs> women. It wasn't someone screaming and needing help. And I got choked up a few times, for sure. It's the importance of representation and yeah. specifically we'll be going through action scenes and they're great, they're fantastic. And then suddenly you realize everybody involved in this scene is a woman. Yeah. And I don't mean to like stand on a pedestal and be like, it's about time. I mean, we're like far too late for this to be sure. <laughs> introduced in the MCU and in the just the greater world. But just the fact that it's also just so good. Yeah. Is like, is really exciting to me. Yeah. So that was great. We don't need to talk about that anymore. I thought the sister relationship, the fleshing out of the family. Yeah, we really get to dig deep into Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff's past in this, and in a way that really ties into prior MCU films. So all throughout the films, we have had little hints here and there of what's happened to her in the past. Loki has mentioned things. Hawkeye and Natasha clearly have a storied history, but we never go into greater detail in those prior films. But in this... We learn a lot about where she's come from. Yeah, it's Natasha on screen for basically the whole film. You know, she finally, I think, kind of gets to let loose in a way, too. Yeah. 
And then the introduction of these new characters. I mean, they're all such good characters and the performers are killing it. The chemistry is so good between them all, especially the sisters. That's what stood out to me the most, I think, was the introduction of new characters in juxtaposition to Black Widow. Because here we have this established character who has been one of my favorites from the beginning, who stands out in every one of her films. And so introducing new characters, there's a trepidation of, ooh, are they going to clash? Are they going to work well with her? And they all do such a good job of meshing this story together. The writing works and the actors all clearly love doing what they're doing. Particularly, and we can't say this enough, Florence Pugh. Oh, Pugh, Pugh, Pugh. She is my new favorite person ever. She's the best. Yeah, she's exceptional. So good at the fighting. Her tone is perfect. She's such a good foil to Natasha. And I love that her character almost in a way gets to comment on the way that Natasha's been portrayed in the MCU up until this point. I think it'll be satisfying for fans to hear just several you know, kind of off-the-cuff exchanges where Yelena kind of pokes a little bit at the way that Natasha and overall women in the MCU have been portrayed. So I I found that satisfying. It was a little wink and a nod without being too heavy-handed. And it worked really well, too, because in all of the other films, Black Widow has provided that function to all the other characters. So in a film that is about her, we need somebody on the periphery to then do that for her as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It would be maybe like preachy if Natasha did it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it'd be like a little bit too self-aware or something. I just got to like shout out the hair and makeup and wardrobe departments for, you know, I always rail on when I see women, especially women in these action films, how they look so perfect. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I mean, these are already such stunning humans to make them look real. like real with sweat blood dirt all of it smudged makeup if they're wearing makeup messy hair it's so great it felt functional and real in so much of this film and i really appreciated that because it's something i harp on all the time yeah and so few heels i didn't really see any heels in this movie i don't think i could name one heel for you except for david harbour what a heel (laughs) i don't know Oh, but he's great. He's so good. I really loved him in this. I love David Harbour in everything, and I expected to like him in this, but he really did provide a great foil in the opposite direction for Natasha than Florence Pugh did with Yelena. And while I wish that there had maybe been a little bit more growth for Red Guardian, maybe we'll get to see that in the future, but what I appreciated is that he did build a real depth of character with what he had. And we got to attend a press conference for this film. And hearing all of them speak about their characters was fantastic. But specifically about Red Guardian, I liked what David Harbour said, because he's a very funny part of this film. But he said the comedy comes from the ego that he's built to defend against the feelings of remorse in his past. David Harbour just seems like he really cares about what this character is saying, not just Land the comedy, land the drama, land the pathos. It's how do I marry all of these things together? Yeah. And so at this press conference, there was David Harbour, of course, Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, Kevin Feige, Rachel Weisz, and Kate Shortland. You could really tell how excited they all are to share this film. I mean, of course, <laughs> they'd be excited anytime, but with such a delay oh, in releasing this film, I'm sure... It such a release for them. Yeah, it must feel good to finally have it out there. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've been taking in all this Marvel content to do our podcast during the shutdown. And like I said, other than uh, Captain Marvel, which I did see in theaters when we went to the premiere years ago, I haven't seen another Marvel film on the big screen. Mm. And we watched Black Widow at home, the screener. I would be excited to go see this in the theaters. Yeah, me too. You know, like just to see it the way it's intended to hear it, like, you know, all of that, you know, we do what we can with what we have here. And it was really exciting to watch the screener. But, you know, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki have all been made for us to watch at home. Yeah, that's a really good point. And so with the new material coming out, I am really excited to go to the theaters and watch these. Yeah, and especially with the films, because they are so huge. And even with a character like Natasha, who isn't a super-powered individual, she's a very on-the-ground hero, this has huge stakes. There are epic proportions. So it really does need to be seen in a theater. So as much as it was exciting to watch it so early... But that will be a really cool experience when we get to go see a Marvel film together in the theater Mm -hmm. for this podcast. Yes. I thought it was fun when um, Kate Shortland, the director, was uh, reminding Florence Pugh and Scarlett Johansson that the first bit that they shot together was the second week of filming. And they shot Yelena and Natasha's fight scene, like the first time that Florence Pugh and Scarlett Johansson appear on screen together. Mm Mm-hmm in the film and that it was a heat wave and that they had to keep pausing filming to let the actors rest and the stunt performers as well, that they were all just like dripping with sweat. So so they had to like reset and wipe everyone off and stuff. And I thought, Oh man, that's like so relatable. And like, you can't have like air conditioner and like fans blowing all the time. (laughs) No, of course it just reminds you of what goes into making these films. And that scene was fantastic. It's one of my favorite scenes in the film. But to think about how hard it must have been to film that, the effort that goes in, not just from writing, crafting, set, costumes, but on the day of filming, not only do you have to give it all in the scene, but also you're going to have the elements working against you. Yeah. And it was sweet, I thought, when Florence was talking about how it was a great way to kind of break the ice, Mm -hmm. in that it is an aggressive, confrontational scene, and battling her own nerves about yes about being in this film and excitement and stuff and to get to take that out in that really visceral way sounds really exciting oh yeah we get we go all over the world in this film it's exciting it's one of my you know favorite things about (laughs) these action (laughs) movies is when they take place in a lot of different awesome cities we and we got some great car chase motorcycle chase scenes in this very born like so you get to see a lot of these cities yeah we've got like a spy thriller vibe Something that you mentioned stood out to you was the opening section of this film. And there is an opening credit sequence, which not a lot of Marvel films have. The whole opening of the film is really compelling. It it gets you right away. Yeah, it kicks into high gear immediately. So in the press conference just now, Kevin Feige talked about how they really thought about how to use the title sequence to show basically laying the groundwork for the family dynamic and the trauma that they've been through. Yeah, it was a great way to fit in a lot of narrative. And also it added to the visual aesthetic of the film, the way they cut it together. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Yeah, even though I was surprised to see it, I was really grateful for it and thought that it added a ton to it. It launches you into the story proper really well. Yeah, this was a really special one to watch because it's a full circle moment. And because we've been waiting for this film for so long, Mm -hmm. not only since it was announced and it's been delayed, but 
Natasha has needed a film of her own for a long time. So to finally have a film that revolves around Scarlett Johansson, it's great to be here. Yeah, and I think that she also knows the character so well after playing it for 10 years now. So to have that kind of depth of understanding of this character and to know like where they start and where they end. Yeah. So exciting. Can't wait to watch it again, hopefully on a big screen. Yes. Yeah, stay tuned. Next week, our full discussion's coming out when all of you can watch it too. <laughs> Bragging. Florence, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> It means so much when you rate and review our show. It helps us reach more listeners, and it lets us know what you think. You can also follow along online at MCU and Me Podcast. See you next time.